Hello, everybody, and welcome to Art Drama Llama, where we look beyond the galleries and dish on the art world's gossip, rivalries, and eccentricity. My name is Sianja. My name is Manchi. And I'm Vartika. And today we're going to look beyond Georgia O'Keeffe again. Part two. I had left you guys off on a bit of a cliffhanger uh, when I said... Yeah, it was such a cliffhanger when I said that she had an interesting second half of her life. Um, oh yeah, we were ta- we were about to start talking about her caretaker, right? Yeah, it's her caretaker. But before that, I just want to say like Georgia O'Keeffe is so much more than her flowers. We had kind of talked about it um, in the last podcast, but she was the ma- ma- mother of the um, ma- ma- the the mother. <laughs> she said mother early. <laughs> the mother. <laughs> the mother, yes, exactly, um, of the American modernist movement. She was kind of the one who pioneered a lot of the abstraction ideas that happened um, after her. Did um, colorism come about through her? Because I remember reading a thing that, I guess I should have talked about this last episode, that the way she like painted these flowers was because she wanted to explore color more than anything. Yeah, she wanted to explore color, but I think the... So I think there was already color, but I think the way, I think it was more her, um, like the fluid lines and the abstract feelings that came from her art. I think that was more of what, like the legacy that she left behind. Um, because she was always trying to like bring together the natural world and abstraction together. Like that was kind of the themes behind her paintings. Um, she just wanted to be able to use like the natural world to represent like an abstract feeling or idea. Uh, hence her flowers right like they're so zoomed in that there's still flowers in the natural world and they're like fluid lines but they're also an abstract kind of you can view them as an abstract painting so but in her later life she uh she wait, just, wait, like, wait 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 yeah can you, like read us some of the steamy stuff her and her <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I just want to start off with that. No, I'm just like, you can't just go from like, yeah, she was married to this man that, you know, kind of fucked her over before they were even married. Uh, but now we're in her other part of her life. I'm like, okay, but like, what happened to that relationship? To that, like, he, he basically cheated on her. Yeah, this actually does kind of lead to her later life. So he cheated on her and then she, um, was, it was depressed and then, um was going through that and then she decided to officially move to New Mexico and she had already been spending months by herself in New Mexico New Mexico but before um before this point in her life because she just like really enjoyed flat uh flat lands and open horizons which Probably. as a Texan I relate a lot and you guys know <laughs> that's all I want shut in my life. up as you a know, fucking all... Texan. As a Listen, fucking Texan. You've been point, all over like the globe. Like, shut up. At this point, I am. I want my ranch in the middle of nowhere with flat land and I, where I can't see nobody, you know? Why? Like, see because nobody, just... Manchie? Like, yeah, like, your, your parents aren't even, like, remotely, like, let's eat chili guys. Like, they, okay, Did like. Did you say I'm a true redneck? <laughs> no. she, I didn't even hear that. Manchie. Listen, I'm just saying I would not be opposed to the way Georgia O'Keeffe lived in the second half of her life, where she was just in New Mexico by herself, going on a walks in the desert, and then painting uh, what she wanted to paint. You know, that sounds very appealing to me. Um, okay. 
like I'm not gonna lie when I was little like oh I wish I grew up on a ranch but like I'm too old for that life now like I need <laughs> civilization what do you mean Georgie O'Keefe was able to do it that was back then girl like I need my wi-fi I need my ac I need my tv are you saying people weren't civilized back then no I'm just saying that like they didn't need as much like entertainment and like uh I guess utilities I was gonna say how did they entertain themselves but yeah she literally fucking painted like oh no I was gonna say her husband and her you're quite dirty okay all right all right well you know man have a tv so she entertained herself <laughs> by going out and walking in the desert and then painting. Uh, yeah, so, like, one of the most works that came after. she's, like, moving on. <laughs> moving on. We're moving on. We're talking about Georgie O'Keeffe and the second half of her life. Um, yeah, like, one of her most famous paintings that came after that, uh, or that came from her time in New Mexico, was um, Ram's Head, White Hollycock, uh, and Little Hills. And it was a massive skull, um, a massive, like, longhorn skull. Uh, that's like, or I guess it's a ram's head, um, against the sky and mountains with a flower next to it. Um, and she had a lot of paintings where she had just like a skull on top of like a landscape painting, a desert landscape painting. Um, and to her, that, those are just like aspects of the natural world. Um, and kind of tying back into our last uh, podcast where we were talking about the interpretations of her art, a lot of people thought she was like talking about life and death in those paintings, like, because the skull kind of evokes the imagery of death but really she was just trying to talk about the natural world and to her there's nothing more natural than an wow. skull so even in her old age people still like even in her old her. age yeah yeah this is very true yeah but she spent a lot of time she spent most of her uh later half of her life in new mexico um and in 1972 she started um losing her eyesight um and so she so she stopped uh painting oil painting in the night bro that's like my fear yeah as an artist yeah as an artist but you know i do nothing to take care of my eyes i literally lay in bed in the dark looking at my fucking phone screen for hours and my eyes are burning and i like keep at it because i'm like i gotta read the next chapter of my family guys (laughs) well i mean I don't know if this is any comfort, but she lost her eyesight even though she wasn't using technology. So that's more terrifying. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm, I'm gonna do LASIK. I've decided. Um, <laughs> she's footsteps. Yeah, you got LASIK. I got another she's not eye surgery. Glasses. Yeah. Well, some people like don't need glasses all the time. Me and she was like blind. <laughs> I, I did not know how. Wait, never mind. I did because I remember <laughs> freshman year we were like comparing our glasses, and yours were like hella thick. Yeah, Coke bottle lenses, basically. So I'm just gonna say, back to Georgia O'Keeffe. She's like my spirit animal. I just want to go live in the middle of nowhere. I have also terrible eyesight. She had terrible eyesight. You guys just um, fix. Yeah, we're just we're 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 meant to be. Georgia O'Keeffe is my pal. Woman Crush Wednesday. <laughs> I don't think she would appreciate me saying that. Uh, <laughs> from from like, record. Homophobic. Well, I actually I don't know actually about that. From from her records, um, she was a bit of like a curmudgeon. Um, she loved like needling people. Yeah, she like yeah, was like cranky old lady basically. That sounds like um, the name of a little creature from a children's book. <laughs> a curmudgeon under my bed or some shit. <laughs> 
I mean, it kind of evokes that feeling, right? I mean, it is talking about an, a, a cranky person, specifically somebody who is older. I, I mean, that's nicer than seeing she was like an old hag or old hermit. Yeah, she was sassy. She was sassy, is, okay. is what I'm trying to get to. Um, okay. You know, let's yeah. help people get at that age. It's just yeah, stop I caring. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> Honestly, that is my goal in life, is to be so sassy in my life, in my later life, and not give a flying F about what other people think. And say no, you become like a bitter, ugly old person. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I think I agree with Manchi on this. Like, I don't know, people just, once they get to be older, they're like, oh, I don't really care what happens. Like, I've already lived, kind of lived my no, life. No, 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 no. There's two types of old people who stop caring. <laughs> One who's like, yeah, like, nothing matters. I'm going to be silly. I'm going to fart in public, whatever. <laughs> right? I'm going to, like, speak my mind, even if it's, like, a little rude, but it's the truth. Like, you know? And then there's, like, these old, bitter, just... Ugh, old people that like you're like did the old age make you bitter or did the bitterness like just show up outside and now you're all like a husk <laughs> i think she was not super bitter i think she was just more sassy and telling the telling the truth telling it as it is okay. i have a quote so one of her right, friends curmudgeon. came to visit her and um her friend recounts that um Georgia O'Keefe would pull him inches from her face and say, well, I see you aren't getting any younger either, Sultan. Uh, Sultan, which is her friend's name. And I think that is just so such a, like, not empowering, but it's just like, that's like the point where you're like, you just don't care what other people think of you. And you're like, I'm just going to speak my mind. Do you have something to say? No. no. What are you hinting at? Not now, but <laughs> you guys wash out in later life. Oh my gosh, you gotta run away, Vertica. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she was super sassy, and um, so before she, um, when she started losing her eyesight, that's when uh, she hired uh, Juan Hamilton, who was her caretaker, um, and. Initially, he had like met her three on three separate occasions before mm-hmm. she officially hired him, and that was kind of only because her secretary left and he was able to fix uh, something for her. Uh, yeah, initially they were not like the best of friends, but as they mm-hmm. started working <laughs> together more often, they um, they became a lot closer. And so O'Keefe had like changed her cooks, uh, her lawyers, her art dealers, but Hamilton always stayed. Give me an idea. Yeah. My cramuffin, or what you call it? Cramuffin? The cramuffin underneath the bed. Yes. So it'll be an artist now. Um, I was, um, I saw that he was very young compared to her. Um, so he was like a live-in assistant and caretaker. So like he helped her with like her artwork and then also, um, it said write her autobiography. Yeah. Um, and she, I think Manchi, you mentioned, or I don't know if you already mentioned this or not, but he, she ended up signing away her will to him. Yeah. So he, she, when she passed away, she had made a will that bequeathed, bequeathed uh, about seventy percent <laughs> of her estate to him. So a lot of her uh, properties, her artwork, um, the photos from Stieglitz, 
um, and her homes were 70% of that was left to her, uh, left to him, to Hamilton. Um, and actually he ended up giving up everything that she bequeathed him, um, because he was, he ended up, uh, some of O'Keefe's family members ended up suing him for, um, for having so much and just contesting the will and he just didn't want to go through the hassle is what he says. Um, but at the end, um, they decided just to like keep some of the money and law, uh, some of the art money. And then a lot of it went to create the Georgia O'Keeffe foundation. That like that part where, um, the family sued him. It's, I don't know if you guys watched the movie knives out, but it kind of is mm. like that um, because the old man's caretaker is the one who gets left like with all of his property, all of his money, everything. And the whole family's like, what? Yeah. What's happening? And like, there's this whole like drama going on. Isn't like yeah. that movie kind of commentary on that? Is yeah. It? I don't know. Like it's commentary <laughs> on like the super wealthy. Yeah. I mean, I think that I don't really know the context behind the yeah. commentary of the movie, but I I, I saw think... it on Tumblr, so you know how those people get. <laughs> maybe they were looking too much into it. I- I'm gonna be fully transparent. It yeah, was I mean, t- think... Tumblr or Twitter where somebody dissected it, and they're like, at the end of the day, the rich will always side with the rich, no matter how liberal, how open-minded. I mean, I think that movie and also what happens with O'Keefe's life is kind of just like a representation of like how old people are taken care of and yeah sometimes family even though they didn't take care of their family member end up suing for what they believe is their rightful share just because they're related and then also so when Hamilton was bequeathed all these things a lot of people were kind of like coming out saying that he was like manipulating her in her old age and he was like kind of she was screening her calls and letters but it kind of makes sense because she was going blind. Yeah, um, it's um, she was like really frail and stuff. And yeah, I mean, I can imagine she all she when she died, she was like ninety eight. Yeah, so, hey yeah, guys, she was really old. Once I hit sixty five, put me down. <laughs> what? <laughs> put me down. Why? Don't even tell me. Just like show up one day. No, I think that's like Sienja. A- let's have a great last day. No. no, no, no. That's like such Go a... Go mice and men on me and just like shoot me in the back of the head. No, there's <laughs> so like much more. At, like, like... There's so much more. I think we had the misconception that after 65 you're old and can't do things, but I think... No, I just, I don't want to be that frail ever. You won't be frail. If I fall down and can't get back up like a horse, leave me there. Oh, I thought of like that commercial, like help! I fall into exactly, exactly. If I fall and can't just get back up, leave me. I was but, literally okay. caught slipping. God forbid! But like, what if that happened before you turned sixty-five? Put me down. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> who are you gonna give all your stuff to, Sandra? It better be one of us. Oh my junk. Yeah, all your junk, we want it. Okay, you better really preserve it like I have. <laughs> like, if you want my Spanish VHS tapes from, like, old Disney movies, go ahead. 
those would probably be worth a lot by that point. People, when they come to my apartment, they want to take him. I'm like, get your grubby little hands <laughs> off my VHS, babe. They're, you know, they're iconic. They're yes. incredible. Yeah, yeah like, like, no, I have. Yeah, we grew up with them. So I feel like we're definitely the last generation who remembers. Good. Yeah. Set up the Cianja Museum. I will. <laughs> I was All about to say that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, Fine. I can, I can rest that piece. <laughs> Um, and Hamilton, I was going to ask, I don't know why I'm, like, thinking about these things today, but, like, did they have, like, some kind of affair? I don't think so. I think he just really took care of her, but, like, do you think there's theories out there that maybe, or, like, maybe, I don't know, um, her family, her, like, niece, or, and, like, everyone who sued her Mm. thought that? I mean, I assume they probably thought he was pretty young, because he was, like, 27, and she was 98 when she died. And everyone thought, oh, he influenced her to, um, like, change her will in his favor and all this other stuff. Do you think they, I, like, I don't know why I've been thinking about this today, but, like, do you think they had some kind of affair? It seems, it feel, I don't know. To me, it feels kind of weird. She's like. Are you feeling homewreckery lately? <laughs> that's not where I was going. I was going to say <laughs> it feels weird because she's, like, 70 years older. So, but know, do you think there's theories about them having an affair? I didn't come across any theories um, about the affair, and I don't think it was brought up during the court case either. Um, but so I think mostly because he was living uh, with his family on the oh. ranch. Yeah, so so was it had, more like along the lines of like elder abuse? Yeah, there was more like they were suing because um, he had like a lot. They were suing because they were saying he was manipulating uh, her, and then he was using his influence to uh, basically get her to change her will uh, Mm -hmm. in his favor. Um, So there was never, like, anything about affair. But the interesting thing is that one day, O'Keefe decided to dress completely in white, and then she announced that she was getting married to Juan that day. Um, And then, but apparently month, I month, would be hella creeped out I'd be like yeah. I, I gotta go wait I thought, yeah I thought he was what okay sorry <laughs> what's the well, rest of this so she going us, senile by that point uh I mean all accounts say that she was like perfectly mentally stable what um, if like this is her like dark humor it, it could <laughs> be I mean it could be so she told us to a nurse and then okay. uh, Hamilton allegedly says that months later he learned from the household staff that they all thought he had married O'Keefe. And then Hamilton said, it's absolutely ridiculous because he's already married. So how he could, how could he marry Georgie O'Keefe? Um, and, uh, but I guess, wild. yeah. And I guess the household staff, he says that the household staff uh, just assumed he and his wife uh, were living together and weren't married because they had a civil ceremony instead of like an actual, um, like I guess in church wedding. Um, and, it, but in 1970, when the rumors started in the art world that he and O'Keefe were married, like, Hamilton didn't really ever say anything. And so that just, like, just kind of, like, added to the speculation. So I guess in that time, there was a little bit of a sense that maybe they were having an affair. But when it came to the court case, there wasn't much talking about that. Um, but he did, like, when Hamilton, like, decided to settle out of court, he did limit public disclosures about her estate um so there could be something in her papers that talk about that and we just don't know it it is a little bit sus of a scenario you know he just one day o'keefe is like i'm gonna marry him (laughs) he says he didn't know about that 
but none of the staff knew he was married to his wife. They just assumed they were living together. Mm-hmm. So that's that's Juan Hamilton. Um, Those are so yeah. two conflicting names. <laughs> Juan Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so like jarring. Wait, I, it says his name was John Bruce, but why? Yeah. Why Juan? Like, was he? Like, it could be, like, um, Beto O'Rourke, like, because he kind of grew up, he grew up in El Paso, and, like, the people gave him the name Beto instead of... That's not his name? No, his real name is Robert. What? Because, wow. like, he grew up in a such a prominent, like, Hispanic area. Yeah. Maybe it's something like that, where he went from, because she was living in... Um, in New Mexico. New Mexico, or yeah. was she in... She was in New Mexico, yeah, okay. so he yeah, is, so... uh, he's, yeah, so it could be a very similar situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's... That's O'Keefe such a Slayer. scary scene. Georgia keeping her old age and why going, I'm gonna marry him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It kind of starts, it sounds like the start of, like, a horror movie, doesn't yes. it? I was gonna say that. <laughs> Like, this old lady just appears, like, hey, I'm marrying you today in, like, a white dress and everything. Like, oh, my gosh. I mean, she Guys, could... I live alone. Like, It kind of, I mean, she <laughs> she could be making fun of her staff, you know, like, pulling on their, like, because she didn't say it to Juan. She said it to her household staff. So it could be that she was just, like, pulling on their leg and mm-hmm. wanted to make fun of them. Well, I mean, it is kind of sus that, like, when rumors came about that Hamilton and O'Keefe were together, he just never said anything. Did her, like, ex-husband say anything? Like, when she died, like, hey, okay, where's my cut? Or did he die, like, <laughs> no, before he, her? He already died. Yeah. <laughs> he was out of the picture. <laughs> yeah. Permanently. Yeah, and also, like, towards the latter half of her life, she just, I did not correspond with him as often. She didn't um, have any kids, right? It was just her sister's daughter or whatever yeah yeah it was all her sister's daughter um daughters who and her grand niece um who were fighting for her estate um well actually so so when o'keefe left for new mexico stieglitz actually died very soon after so when so he she didn't really like did she ever like talk about him afterwards or like complain about him no, a, okay. I don't think so. Okay. It didn't really pop up in my research. Yeah. I think she was still very much um, in love with him. How? Okay, I'm done. I, I mean, that makes sense because um, he started having the affair and then she had also lost a project for uh, Radio City Music Hall. I, I guess it might have been a huge project because she suddenly was like hospitalized for depression Yep. And, like, she stayed, like, I guess her mental health just suffered a lot because um, Stieglitz kept having an affair with Dorothy Norman, who was, like, the other woman. Are you justifying the affair? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm justifying her breakdown. Like. It's a lot to take, you know? Yeah. So that explains why she still loved them? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean. The heart okay. wants what the heart wants. Yeah, that works in mysterious ways. What is this? 
this is kind of like more textbooky, but like, what is the style of art that, like, what? How would you classify her art? Like, is it? It's not impressionist, obviously, but I saw the word precisionist thrown around. Um, yeah, I don't remember yeah. what we learned it as though. What is it? I think it does fall under American modernism. American which modernism. That's yeah. So her early work uh, was precisionist. When so early on, she drew a lot of. Um, New York building skylines. Uh, a lot of that was precisionist, um, but the work after that with her flowers and the desert landscapes with the skulls, that would all be classified under American modernism. And the idea is that you're just bringing in nature with like an abstract feel to it. Did she ever like express like regret or like disillusion? With uh, anything in particular or? or like I guess the art world in general because I know some artists like they'll reach like a peak of their fame and they kind of go like I don't like how things turned out I kind of regret the way yeah. things turn and they just kind of like stop making art or they'll make it they just won't show it anymore and they'll like mm-hmm. go completely left field and do something else yeah I'm sure so I didn't get the chance to read all of her letters but i'm sure if we read some of the later ones she might express some uh some regret regrets but i mean i think just the fact that she moved to new mexico and kind of started living an isolated life is kind of a reaction to how people were interpreting her flowers um and the fact that she was like really well known for certain Mm -hmm. things and wanted to kind of break away from that i think that you know, that kind of fueled some of her. Yeah, she probably got really fed up of, like, uh, we talked about this a lot last week, but um, other people interpreting her art, and then I guess once she kind of broke off, separated from her husband, that, like, it was also just, like, she was able to express, I don't know, I feel like she was able to express herself more and just be more free, like, more independent. Yeah. That's That's what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, I guess at the end of the day, it's kind of good that she was able to see her fame in her lifetime. Yeah. Because I know, like, Van Gogh, they, like, they just die thinking they, like, people hated them. And their yeah. artwork didn't matter. Yeah. We should talk yeah, about Van Gogh one week. I think he had a very, I mean, obviously a lot of people know about his life, but, like, I think there's still a lot to mention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we'll wrap it up here for this week. Tune in next time for another podcast, and we'll talk about Van Gogh at some point in the future. All right, guys. If you have any stories that you would like us to cover, email us at artdramalama at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Twitter and Instagram, our handles are artdramalama. And you can also support us on Patreon by becoming a llama at Art Drama Llama. And lastly, thank you for joining us. And we hope we can continue looking beyond the galleries with y'all next time. Bye, llamas.